Good morning. KSL News Time is 6 o'clock. This is Utah's Morning News. I'm Tim Hughes. And I'm Amanda Dixon. KSL's top story this hour. A new bill would set aside $900 million or more of Utah taxpayer money to help build a new Major League Baseball stadium on Salt Lake City's west side. KSL News Radio's Adam Small begins our live team coverage, Eye on the Hill 2024. Adam? Amanda, according to the text of Representative Ryan Wilcox's brand new bill just introduced, that $900 million is only half the cost of developing a new stadium. Now, it's important to know where all this money is going to come from. For one, the bill only implements one change to any statewide tax, and that's the hotel tax, which predominantly comes out of the pockets of visitors, but that tax, though, would quintuple. The bill also, for the most part, a lot of that money seems like it's going to be coming from inside the districts around the stadium itself, setting up taxes for properties and businesses around that area. Now, it's important to know this bill is still yet to be heard by a committee and has a few hurdles to clear if it wants to take effect before the end of the legislative session on March 1st. Live Adam Small, KSL News Radio. Another new bill could put heavy restrictions on how the government uses your personal data. KSL News Radio's Peter Johnston continues our live team coverage, Eye on the Hill 2024. Peter? Tim, government can't sell personal data, must formally request it before using it, and must notify people when their data gets breached. That's all part of this new bill implementing what's called Utah's Data Privacy Act. Here's what the government has to do. So some examples would be um, when we collect personal information, how do you give notice to individuals of how that data is going to be used? Anyone else that data may be shared with? Chief Privacy Officer Chris Bramwell has worked on this since getting in office some years ago. The bill has already passed committee and looks ready for a vote in the Senate. Reporting live, Peter Johnston, KSL News Radio. A state Senate committee has recommended a bill to clarify whether a government employee's calendar should be subject to an open records request. Senator Todd Weiler chairs the committee hearing the proposal and had a rebuke for state agencies regarding open records. I'm ashamed of a lot of our state agencies. They're ridiculous. Um, the whole idea of grandma is that records should be presumed to be public uh, available, and they, they treat them, even to me, they treat them just the opposite. The bill's sponsor says daily calendars are already protected under state law, but he wants to make sure that's clear after the state records committee ordered the Utah Attorney General to open his calendar to a KSL investigation. An appeal against that order is scheduled for next week. Don Prinkerhoff, KSL News Radio. KSL's top national stories this hour. An American Airlines flight had to turn around when a man sitting in an emergency exit tried to open the door mid-flight. Blaze Ward says he didn't think twice about confronting the man when he saw what he was doing. He already had the, the safety mechanism down. He had both hands on the lever and he was like yanking it. And he's a big dude. He was like probably maybe like 250, 300. Several passengers held the man down, duct taping his legs and putting flex cuffs on him. The man was taken into custody after the plane landed. President Biden's son, Hunter, is asking a California court to dismiss the tax-related charges against him. ABC's Andy Field has more. Hunter Biden's attorney is accusing the special counsel of selectively targeting the president's son, violating the statute of limitations and filing duplicate charges for Mr. Biden failing to pay and tax evasion. The younger Biden's attorney saying the charges would not have been filed against anyone else and that prosecutors broke a binding plea bargain agreement. Special counsel has charged Hunter Biden with nine felony and misdemeanor charges. He has pleaded not guilty. The pretrial is scheduled for March 27th. A group of people, including teachers, held a sit-in at the state capitol last night to protest Utah School Board member Natalie Klein's bid for re-election. They want lawmakers to amend a bill to impeach Klein so she can't run again for a school board position. 
First Look Traffic now, and we say good morning to Andy Farnsworth. How's it going, Andy? Good morning. Well, we're crash-free, at least for now, on the freeways and the city streets. Uh, so weather's really been the biggest factor, uh, with uh, traffic into canyons being uh, restricted, including Little Cottonwood closed uh, for avalanche control, and all vehicles required to use chains or four-wheel drives in both Sardine Canyon and Big Cottonwood Canyon. I'm Andy Farnsworth in the KSL Traffic Center. You may see something falling from the sky out west of Salt Lake today. It's a space capsule. KSL News Radio's Britt Johnson has more. Varda Space Industries hand selected the Utah Test and Training Range for their capsule's reentry. Their co founder said the area has the perfect conditions and a big enough area for the landing, and they hope they can do future landings here as well. They had hoped to do the landing back in July, but had to wait for the FAA's approval. A strange story out of Colorado where a man died after he was bit by his own pet. KSL News Radio's Michael Commit is live with more, Michael. Amanda, this man owned two Gila monsters, and one of them bit him, and it's suspected he had a lethal allergic reaction to the venom. Now, the odd thing with Gila monsters is their venom is usually non-fatal to human beings. Last time someone died from being bit by a Gila was back way back in 1930. Still, the man's pet was taken to the lab at the University of Northern Colorado for further study of its venom. From there, both lizards will be taken to a wildlife rehab center. Reporting live, Michael Commit, KSL News Radio. In sports, we had uh, two top 25 wins for our local college men's basketball teams last night. 25th ranked BYU hosted the 11th ranked Baylor Bears, and the Cougars shook off a slow start and started hitting their threes. Johnson, right corner, Jackson for three. He got it! <laughs> I'll tell you what was great was even the big man Khalifa was knocking down threes. Uh, the Cougars took the lead before halftime and held off multiple runs by Baylor to get the seven-point win. In Logan, the Utah State Aggies hosted the 19th-ranked San Diego State Aztecs. The Aggies led most of the game and won the game 68-63. to Public comments were heard by the Salt Lake City Council last night concerning a baseball field for the University of Utah adjacent to Sunnyside Park. Josh Whitaker, representing Beehive Sports and Social Club, says he hopes the project comes with improvements to existing fields where his club's teams already play. University professor James Webster says drainage issues alone make this a terrible idea. It's not a good plan. It would not stand the test of time. If I were teaching a class at Utah State, which I have done in the past, and a, and a student were to present this plan, you wouldn't even get a D in my opinion. It's terrible plans. The proposal includes commitment of $4.2 million by the U for improvements to Sunnyside Park. The council voted to take further action at a future date. Mark Jackson, KSL News Radio.